Hello and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Wednesday, March 22nd. Let's jump into this morning's top stories. Sportico's Daniel Libet pens an extremely lengthy and complex profile of Winthrop Intelligence and WinAD founders Ben and Drew Moore, observing the duo that built a business on transparency for the college athletics industry also seem to have discovered the allures of inscrutability, embarking on a series of opaque, risky and invariably failing business pursuits in partnership with a man named Scott Brooks. Libet characterizes Brooks as an ex-felon with a court-documented history of mental illness who has ingratiated himself with the Moors and under whose guidance the Moors have pursued a hodgepodge of speculative and unfamiliar entrepreneurial endeavors, none of which have proven financially successful, at least not in the conventional sense. All the while, WinAD profits have been funneled through a convoluted asset concealment scheme involving shell companies, trusts, collusive lawsuits and questionable bankruptcies. Furthermore, Libet reports, their activities have been denounced in multiple courts, where opposing counsel and at least one judge have suggested the cousins are engaged in an illegal conspiracy. The details are as numerous as they are multi-layered, including Ben's ex-wife calling WinAD a cash cow in divorce proceedings and they employed a daily housekeeper, a chef, and private tutors for their children, whom Elizabeth eventually began homeschooling so the family could travel around the world. Full story, which includes the disclaimer, not unlike WinAD's signature database, this article is built on thousands of public records, including state and federal court filings, police and jail documents. Fairleigh Dickinson Senior Associate AD for External Affairs Jason Young tells SBJ's Michael Smith he reached out to St. Peter's to talk about what to expect as a March Madness Cinderella. Young stating, the most immediate lift right now comes from brand recognition. It's a little more of an intangible, but our brand wasn't super strong. The world is getting to know FDU. Young also remarks that, I would expect that people will be more likely to take my calls now on the sponsorship front because we need a car deal, we need an insurance deal. These are things that are low-hanging fruit for a lot of schools that we've been missing out on. Second-round viewership for the NCAA Women's Basketball Tournament was up 30% year-over-year on ESPN led by Iowa's victory over Georgia, which drew 1.5 million viewers, making it the most-watched early-round game on record, per the network. Second-round matchups averaged 615,000 viewers. Taken together, the first and second rounds were up 28% over last year with an average of 391,000 viewers. Also a record was the 2.1 billion minutes consumed. In development wins, Middle Tennessee State has received a significant gift from former football student-athlete and current Tennessee Titan Kevin Byard. In recognition of the gift and Byard's time with the Blue Raiders, MTSU will award Byard naming rights to the Strength and Conditioning Center in the new Student-Athlete Performance Center. The Build Blue campaign has now secured more than $18 million in donor cash, pledges and additional funds. ECU has received a significant gift from longtime supporters Parker and Becky Overton to support the Pirates Unite campaign for comprehensive excellence. The Athletics' Dana O'Neill submits that Miami men's basketball represents the new reality of college basketball, as the Canes go into the Sweet 16 with a player worth a reported $800,000 and a teammate, whose agent threatened to send him packing if he didn't get a pseudo-salary increase. 
O'Neill contends it comes down to the simple question of whether Miami is a renegade or simply ahead of the curve. Headman's basketball coach Jim Laranega, I use this analogy. I asked our players if they've ever seen Steph Curry in a Subway commercial, and everybody has. I said, okay. That's NIL. You can make some additional money. That's what NIL was made to do, and that's what they're doing, Laranega also asserts that he has no plans to change. No one is going to tell me how to run my basketball program. When you're coming into the gym, you're going to play the Miami way. When you work with someone else that's willing to sponsor you, great. That's like college basketball coaches who have shoe contracts. Thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Wednesday, March 22nd. We'll see you back here this afternoon.